0: Welcome to Health Talks Now, bringing you the facts you need to keep you and your family well. We're happy you're tuning in today. Baptist Health is committed to providing compassionate, high-quality care that is centered on you. Listen to all of our podcasts to hear from Baptist Health physicians about the latest medical advancements and treatments. And get trusted information on timely health topics from our healthcare professionals. Whether you want to learn more about a specific condition or procedure or find tips for living a healthy lifestyle, Baptist Health is here to help you become a healthier you.
1: Carrie and I are joined on the phone with a special guest, Dennis Johnson, President and CEO of Hardin Memorial Health, for a unique episode. To our listeners, We've proudly had a relationship for years with this healthcare leader in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, but big changes are coming on September 1, so we're privileged to be joined with Dennis to hear about the impact and looming excitement as we prepare to grow as a system and expand into central Kentucky.
2: Hard Memorial Health, soon to be Baptist Health Harden, will expand the Baptist Health footprint across the region, growing our presence to an impressive nine full-service hospitals across Kentucky and Southern Indiana. Dennis, thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you, Carrie and Kendra, and I'm very happy to speak with you guys today.
2: Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background Baptist health, uh, your tenure at Hard Memorial Health. And if you're comfortable, we would love to hear about Tracy and your children as well.
0: Yeah,
3: I was born and raised in Pensacola, Florida, but uh, I really claim Alabama as my real home because my whole family was from Alabama, and that's where I went to undergraduate and graduate school at the University of Alabama and UAB for graduate school, respectively. Yes, I'm happily married to Tracy, my wife of 27 years and have three wonderful children. Langdon, who works in North Carolina. My son, Nathan, who's a junior at Georgia Tech, and my daughter Annabeth, who's a senior in high school. So, I've had the privilege of being a part of Baptist Health for almost 31 years at four different hospitals and the corporate office. I've been a CEO for 23 of those 31 years. Started my career at what was then known as Baptist Hospital East, now known as Baptist Health Louisville, and spent two years there. And then moved
0: over to what is now known as Baptist Health Lexington, where I spent six years as a vice
3: president. And then I moved to LaGrange, where I was the CEO from 97 to 2011. And then I've been at Harden since 2011. So, um, my goodness. Yeah, I've, I've grown up with Baptist. Sure. Okay.
2: So we have to ask do you cheer for the tide or Auburn?
3: I am a. Uh, Alabama alumnus and season ticket holder for 37 years <laughs> in nice. football. Okay. So I married into UK. Okay, so my great. Kids have grown up watching UK basketball and Alabama football. So there you the go. Best of both worlds.
2: That certainly is the best of both.
1: Well, you're quoted as saying, Harden Memorial Health is more than just a place to work; it's family," and that alone makes us know that you're a perfect fit. We've adopted that culture here as well. What does it mean to you to make this official and to be folded into the Baptist Health family? How will things change?
3: Our mission at Hard Memorial Health is to exceed the physical, emotional, and spiritual needs of patients, families, physicians, and each other. And obviously, Baptist's
0: mission has Christ in the mission statement. And the
3: two organizations really have outstanding cultures. The, the culture at Harden is much like the Baptist culture that I have grown up with over 31 years and very complimentary. Baptist and Harden coming together will help both Baptist and Harden.
2: Agreed. Sure. What makes this acquisition a good fit?
3: Lots of different reasons why it's a good fit. Among those, we have a 23-year relationship. For 23 years, Hardin has been managed by Baptist, and while that's been kind of a loose management, they have enjoyed strong working relationships over that time. I think both Baptist and Hardin have a patient-centered focus.
0: Mm-hmm. Obviously,
3: we've already talked about mission and culture. It's a good fit for Hardin because we need the capital to be able to continue to grow it's good for Baptist because Harden will be its. Hardin will become Baptist's third largest hospital out of the nine, mm. and it will add to Baptist's economies of scale
1: and leverage that will be helpful for both Baptist and Harden. Well, let's go back. How did this merger come about? Can you explain to someone who may not be familiar the close relationship that Harden Memorial Health has enjoyed with Baptist Health over the years and what exactly it means to be a managed hospital up to this point?
3: That's a great question. The relationship with Baptist and Harden started all the way back in 1996. Baptist started managing the hospital in in 97 and, and really That's a little bit of a misnomer because Hardin today acts like an independent, freestanding hospital. But we have loosely shared best practices and built relationships over those uh, 23 years. And really where the—you asked how did it come about Mm -hmm. for Hardin to be acquired by Baptist? It's hard to believe it will be five years this October that we've had the first discussion with the board. Our board, who is the fiscal court of Hardin County, you know, it's a governmental owned hospital today. Mm-hmm. We just educated them and started having dialogue about how we could no longer remain independent. We were one of the largest hospitals in the state, one of the largest county owned hospitals, and one of the few left in the entire country and we needed to become formal part of the system and it just made good sense for us to to formally join baptist because of the relationship that we had enjoyed
2: can you tell us about some of the challenges and opportunities for this acquisition
3: yeah you know the challenges will be just Harden being a large and very successful and fast growing i may add over the past nine years Harden memorial is one of if not the fastest growing hospital in the entire commonwealth wow and just tremendous growth you know, we serve 10 counties we have physical presence in nine of those 10 counties with 50 off-campus locations it's a very complex health system pardon is we're not just you know at 913 north dixie highway we yeah. have multiple imaging centers throughout those 10 counties. We have a surgery center. We have two very busy urgent care centers. In fact, our two urgent cares will be among the top three busiest urgent cares in all of Baptist. And we're soon to open a third location if we ever get through COVID. Sure. And we have 275 employed physicians and nurse practitioners across those 10 counties. So I think the challenge will be You know, as we assimilate, harden into Baptist practices, it's going to take some time to integrate all of those policies and procedures and practices. Obviously, the computer system, when we are able to convert to Epic, and that will not be until next summer because of COVID, Mm -hmm. that will be perhaps our biggest challenge and it's going to be a lot of good, obviously, associated with that, but as we all know, computer uh, implementations are are a very, it's a huge challenge across not just a, a large hospital, but across all of its clinics and off-campus locations.
2: Yeah, the logistics are are tough. Right. Sure. How does the affiliation with a healthcare system stand to benefit this hospital and the residents of Hardin County? And what new doors will it open? You mentioned that you're excited about the capital campaign and some new projects. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
3: Absolutely. So I've already mentioned Epic. You know, that's our computer system today is an old version of Meditech, and we need it to be able to, among the many different benefits that Hardin will receive, is we'll we'll be able to implement Epic, which will allow for full interoperability, not only between pardon, in all of its off-campus locations, but with all of Baptist health facilities. We have been growing so fast, we've kind of outpaced our ability to generate capital on our own to keep up with the growth. So that's what Baptist is going to enable us to be able to do, is, is put more money into the facilities. We have been planning for a major ambulatory center that will be right here on campus. It will include a cancer center that will include new ORs, new procedural space, new medical office space, and uh, a new cancer center for our very fast-growing cancer center. It will enable us to be able to expand throughout our 10-county region. Harden serves an area uh, 10 different counties, it's not just, a, here's a good way of putting it, mm-hmm. about 60% of our total patients that we serve come from Hardin County. Mm-hmm. The other 40% come from the other nine counties that we serve. Nelson County is a good example. We have a very busy primary care practice there with 13 providers wow. in a very fast-growing market. In fact, this investments will enable us to grow not only in Barstown, but in Brandenburg and several other markets that we're seeing tremendous growth. We're well positioned along the I-65 corridor. We have a parkway and an interstate that dissects our service area, and there's a lot of growth and economic development along that corridor. And the, the
2: investments that Baptist will make will enable us to be able to grow even more. We'll be right back. If you're enjoying this episode, head to share.baptisthealth.com. We offer searchable articles from our skilled doctors, clinicians, and professionals who provide the most up-to-date health and wellness information in the field. We're bringing the facts you need when you need them, all centered on you. That's share.baptisthealth.com.
1: We're back with Dennis Johnson, president and CEO of Hardin Memorial Health. Well, COVID-19 certainly threw everyone quite a curveball this year. Did that pandemic affect this acquisition? How so?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's a loaded question, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, that's COVID has been the biggest challenge of all of our collective careers. I hope we will never have to deal with anything bigger than COVID, that's for sure. Same. Yeah, it's... You know, early on
0: in the dark days of March, when
3: we were seeing our first COVID patients in Kentucky and across Baptist and Hardin, I don't think any of us really knew what to expect. And frankly, I can remember Steve Oglesby and I having a conversation early on. We were both shaking our heads going, are we going to be able to get this deal done? Mm -hmm. Not knowing what the future was going to hold but indeed not only did we get it done but we got it done actually we're going to get it done 3 months ahead of schedule uh, ahead, yeah 3 months ahead of schedule yes which so. is a,
1: it really impressive honestly like you said back in march april even may i think many of us were thinking what is this year or the Really, in our case, what is the rest of this fiscal year going to look like for us? Yes. How are we going to come out of this? And we talked to Gerard Coleman, our CEO, in a special series as we were giving updates throughout the pandemic about there was a lot of misconception out there that healthcare facilities must just be booming with all this added activity. In reality, it was really quite the opposite. mm mm-hmm many healthcare institutions took a pretty great hit. Yes. So it's really impressive that not only was this able to continue, but actually to exceed the timeline.
2: Most definitely.
3: Yeah. I was so proud of, of our response. We have a phenomenal culture here. We enjoy very high employee and physician satisfaction and patient satisfaction. And our team of physicians and nurses and respiratory therapists and executives and and, I mean we've worked so well together it's it's been hard work it's been long 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 hours yeah. it's been stressful but it's been rewarding because we're doing it as a team yeah. sure. and we, we were one of the first hospitals in the entire Commonwealth to uh, stand up a drive-through testing center. We were one of the first hospitals in the Commonwealth to do a
0: split flow. Hardin has the busiest emergency
3: department in the entire state of Kentucky. No kidding. Um, And so we were able to separate sick patients from well patients there. We were one of the first hospitals to put all of our employees and physicians in a mask. Mm-hmm. We've developed outstanding processes. I know we're going to talk a little bit later, I think, about telehealth and video visits. We were one of the first hospitals to start that, and, and that's here to stay. And we did all of these things quickly, and in the, under the, the notion of keeping patients and visitors and employees and physicians safe. Yeah. And I'm happy to report that we've done an outstanding job over that since COVID started.
1: Well, as you mentioned, one of the major impacts we've seen in the healthcare industry as a whole as a result of COVID-19 is the rapid expansion of telehealth. We were actually talking in our last episode Mm -hmm. about the development of Baptist Health's response to this pandemic and how we went from
2: not offering the service at all.
1: Right, to over 100,000 visits just by May alone. That's right. It's been impressive and it's been a huge lift. Mm-hmm. How has Hardin positioned itself for this service? And will this merger add to Harden's capabilities in the virtual space?
3: Harden was actually in the top four hospitals in the state in terms of telehealth and video visits by volume. And so just like what Baptist did, we ramped up telehealth in about two weeks' time. We went from zero to 80 uh, overnight, it seems like. We have been performing quite well in all of our clinics with video and telehealth visits. It is definitely here to stay. It's, It's not here to replace a regular visit, but it certainly offers a good alternative that works quite well for many, many of our patients. And I'm excited about being able to join Baptist with that because Baptist has so many more uh, resources that we can take advantage of to help grow it across our whole enterprise.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's so convenient for all of your patients expanding the 10 counties to have that access to care providers.
3: It is. And, and we that will actually be able to uh, help us reach out even beyond those areas as well and that should help Baptist penetrate markets that we're not even in today. Sure. So yes.
1: Well we've covered a little bit, but explain to us the current scope of care available at Harden Memorial Health, just generally, what types of major services are available and how might those offerings change after September first. Where do you see yeah. the growth potential?
3: We're a large hospital, we'll be about to the third largest, it's really easier to tell you what we don't do than (laughs) what we do. We love it. The only exception to that is uh, open heart surgery. We discontinued that service back in 2012 because we just were not uh, able to keep that going for a lot of different reasons. But we do a lot of cardiac services, though, here, have two very busy cath labs, We do a lot of uh, orthopedics, a lot of total joint surgeries, a lot of general and urologic surgeries, and a robust neurosurgery program and vascular program. I was just looking. In fact, I've got before me our ranks on many of the medical and surgical DRGs. We're in the top 10 on just about every one of these. You know, as I've mentioned regarding our emergency department. We have the busiest ER in the state. We are fourth in the state in endoscopies. Okay. We're fifth in the state in total outpatient volumes. Okay. We're sixth in the state in surgery. Wow. We are 10th in babies delivered. Impressive. And then we're 13th on in- inpatient services. Wow, so.
2: that's great. It's very impressive. Baptist Health Hardin has a long standing relationship with neighboring Baptist Health facilities in Louisville and LaGrange. Now that Harden is officially becoming part of the larger system, do you anticipate any shared services with these sister hospitals in the region?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. We've been sharing, I just mentioned Open Heart, we've been sharing Open Heart. I mean, we send almost all of our patients that need that service to Baptist, okay. Baptist Louisville, and we've enjoyed a very close working relationship with Baptist Louisville over the years.
2: We'd love to hear some special highlights from your hospital, some high level accomplishments that you're proud of, of with your service lines. What can you share with us?
3: Well, I've already mentioned one of these. We're very proud of our patient satisfaction, employee satisfaction, and physician satisfaction. And I think that's yes. that's because we have an outstanding culture. It, it's We have a service culture. We want to serve God and serve each other. The strength of what we do is we value people. We, we respect each other and serve each other.
1: Well, Baptist Health has pledged to infuse $235 million into the facilities at Hardin over the next 10 years. We've talked a little bit about the cancer facility, but what other improvements are set to be implemented for your facilities in the coming years? And what kind of impact do you foresee that capital contribution making?
3: Yeah, it's going to be huge. And, and it's you know Baptist is investing in all of our markets, but obviously because this is a big growth market in Kentucky, Absolutely. they recognize that, we know that, and that investment is going to be huge. And, and what we're doing right now will help us with, obviously, the computer system that we've already talked about, the, the ambulatory complex that will house new operating rooms, new endoscopy suites, new procedural space, medical office space which we are so desperately need. And we need that because we're growing the medical staff. I'll share a quick statistic. When I came here in February of 11, there were 207 members of the medical staff. Okay. Today, hard has almost 550 members of the medical staff. No kidding. So just tremendous growth there over, over the past nine years. But those investments will help us have state-of-the-art facilities. Wow. Those investments will help us to continue to recruit world-class physicians. Absolutely. We, we have, The physicians that we've recruited here over the past nine years are phenomenal women and men i mean they are good people in addition to being good clinicians it's just a great group here it's i can't say enough about our our medical staff but those investments will enable people to get world-class care right here in in our 10-county service area. That's why the whole community is going to benefit.
1: Sure. And just for those listening who may not be familiar, when we talk about our new computer system, we're referencing Epic, which is our. Electronic medical record system, meaning that by bringing you into the fold of our EPIC system, no matter where a patient is seen within the Baptist family, their medical records will be accessible and will follow. So there's no transferring of records. Very safe. Any clinician who needs to evaluate or see them has access to their full history, their medication list. So it's really an advancement in making information accessible and easy and really streamlining that continuity of care across all of the patients' experiences at our facilities. We'd love for you to give our listeners an introduction to Elizabethtown and the features that make that area so special.
3: So Hardin County and E-Town, I'll start with the county. Hardin is the fourth or fifth largest county by population in the Commonwealth, and its two biggest cities are Elizabethtown and Radcliffe. Interestingly enough, both E-Town and Radcliffe have both about 30,000 population in each. The county's got about 110,000 people. There are about 400,000 in in the 10-county service area of Hardin's. As you know, there's about 4 million people in Kentucky, so that's about one-tenth the population of Kentucky are serviced uh, by Hardin Memorial Health. E-Town... It's a crossroads town because we have a, a busy interstate cutting the county in half from north to south. And then we have a parkway that cuts the county in half from east to west, That's right. which, again, makes it a growth corridor as well. So, yeah, E-Town has a large industrial area here. In fact, the industrial park is one of the top four industrial parks in the entire Commonwealth. With many businesses and industries, automobile manufacturing parts are done in in E-Town. So we've got those services here. We've got Fort Knox is a huge part of this community. It's one of the largest Army posts in in the world. That's right. uh, U.S. Army. There are eight different commands, headquarters that are at Fort Knox, including the Army's Human Resource Command. Is at Fort Knox. So, there at any given time, the daytime population of Fort Knox is about 25,000 active duty soldiers as well as civil service personnel and defense contractors. So, it's a big part of our uh, industry here. And
2: and patient based
1: too.
3: And patient based, that's correct.
1: What do you see for the future of E-Town? We've talked a little bit about the rapid growth of Hardin. Are we seeing that same level of growth for the surrounding community? Do you see E-Town as becoming, growing and expanding and becoming a larger hub in the Commonwealth?
3: There's no question. In fact, uh, Elizabethtown is to Louisville what Williamson County and Franklin, Tennessee is to Nashville. If you see what is the growth that's occurred down south of Nashville, you know, that's happening here. Yes. There's just tremendous growth. The, the county is is one of the fastest growing counties in the Commonwealth. Fort Knox will continue to, to to expand and grow. Business and industry will continue to expand and grow. In fact, and that's not just limited to Hardin County. It Mead County, as you know, just got a major one of Governor Beffin's last things was to announce the opening of a new plant in Mead County. You know, Nelson County is
1: the uh, bourbon capital of the world. It's 20, 20 minutes to our east. It is just booming
3: right now. And our presence in Nelson County is booming. And we're excited about our growth there.
1: Well, Dennis, it's been so fun catching up with you and hearing what is to come and what we have to look forward to if you're up for it before we let you go. We'd like to formally induct you into our Baptist Health podcast family by playing a little game of rapid fire Q&A. Are you up for it? (laughs) Sure. Okay. Go
3: ahead. Fire fire away.
1: What's something you're great at cooking?
3: Pancakes.
1: If you had to choose between only having a cell phone or a car for the rest of your life, which one are you choosing?
3: Oh, definitely a car. Okay. I wish I I could throw my cell phone in the carpet. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, that be nice <laughs> too. Don't tell Jared Coleman. I <laughs>
2: Secret safe with us. Where would you time travel if that were possible?
3: Huh, time travel. I would time travel back to the time of Jesus and want to kind of walk with him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's the most important personal attribute you bring to
2: your job?
3: Wow. <laughs> going uh, deep with you here. I'm going to say Love of others. Yeah. That's beautiful.
2: That's that's come out in yeah. our conversation with you. We've we've picked up on it's very that Very sure. evident. Yes. Okay, the last one. What's your favorite scripture verse or piece of advice that you live by?
3: Micah six eight.
2: Act justly, love mercy, walk humbly with your God. Yes. So good. It. It's been a pleasure and Ken and I are looking forward to this integration, partnership, and friendship. Thanks for taking time to talk with us today.
3: Thank you. And if you guys ever need anything personally or professionally, don't hesitate to reach out.
1: We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today as we explored the exciting changes coming to Baptist Health on September 1st. Baptist Health Harden will add valuable resources to our growing network, and we're excited to expand our relationship with the folks in Hardin County.
2: To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to this podcast where we'll be bringing you the facts you need and the health topics that matter to you most. Write to your device. And if you're not already connected with us on Facebook, head over and follow us, Baptist Health KY, for real-time updates and information. We'll join you next time right here on Health Talks Now,
0: a podcast brought to you by Baptist Health. Thanks for tuning in to Health Talks Now. Staying healthy is a lifelong commitment. And Baptist Health can provide the support you need to lower your risks, improve your quality of life, and protect your long-term health. Visit BaptistHealth.com to hear our other podcasts, learn about our services, and find more tips to help you stay a step ahead of your health. Baptist Health. Be a healthier you. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as medical advice. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast is not designed to replace a physician's medical assessment and medical judgment. Always seek the advice of your physician with any questions or concerns you may have related to your personal health or regarding specific medical conditions. To find a Baptist Health provider, please visit baptisthealth.com.